The Secrets of Disney is brought to you by the Star Quest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Ladies and gentlemen. What's there, Mama? 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. How do you do? How do you do what? Show me the smile. If you can't say something nice... Don't say nothing at all. Very nice. You can sit by me. Everything's so wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, get up. Come on, get up. Where are we going? Up to Neverland. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. One kiss. Unless you beg for more. Hi, I'm Deborah Shaben, and you're listening to The Secrets of Disney, where we talk about everything Disney, from theme parks to movies and shows, and we delve deep into tips, information, and fun discussion as we explore the intersection of pop culture and faith. Today, we're talking about music, and joining me on the panel today are Lisa Hendy. Hello, Lisa. Hello. I feel like I should sing that. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> And David Henlos. Hello, I've been told I should not sing that. <laughs> Do not have the best singing voice. Yeah, yeah. as you can tell, we're going to talk about music today. And um, <laughs> we have kind of a, it's kind of a wide topic. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot we could talk about. But first, I, there was something in our last episode that we forgot to address. And it actually makes sense to address it today since it's the topic, which is uh, Disney Plus announced recently that uh, Hamilton, the musical, will be coming out on Disney Plus July 3rd. And I think Lisa knows more about that than I do. Yeah, I'm so excited about this. So so everybody knows about Hamilton. I don't think I have to explain about this beautiful Broadway play that's won 11 Tonys and a 2016 Pulitzer Prize for Drama. You know, Lin-Manuel Miranda is now part of Disney. Um, but the, the, the production on Broadway is different now. Well, right now it's dark, but it was different when the original cast said goodbye a few years ago. But shortly before they did that, filmmakers went in and actually captured the original cast. Um, oh. Um, in in a production of the play, and that is what will be brought to theaters on July third, uh, not to theaters to Disney Plus on July third, and um, it's really going to be cool because basically you don't, you sometimes wonder can they really bring a, a play you know to the screen and what will that look like? But the cool thing is that for anybody who's seen Hamilton, maybe you sat like I did in the cheap seats, which are not all that cheap, um, so so far away. So this brings you right down onto the stage and lets you get a close up look at the original cast. And for those of us who love Hamilton, it's just really something to look forward to. July third. July 3rd. Hey, a little um, other Disney trivia to go with um, the writer of that musical. So uh, I can never remember his, I know he has three names, Lynn manuel Lynn manuel Miranda. Yeah. That's yeah. right. So he also wrote the music for, um, part of the music for Moana. You're oh. welcome. <laughs> so that was his, like the year he was winning, winning Tonys and Grammys, they thought he was also going to win an Oscar for Best Song. And that didn't happen, but you know, still, uh, he's you know, you you know a lot of his music through Disney too. 
if you like uh, Moana. Yeah, and definitely, I mean, the flavor of Hamilton and the beats. Um, now a lot of popular entertainment is impacted by, you know, the the impact of Hamilton. I will say that if you really want to get something out of Hamilton, spend a couple of days before you watch this actually listening to the music because the story is told through the music and it's very fast. So you might want to study up but just a little bit if you've never listened to it. It's fabulous. I'll be honest. I, I, um, you know, when you live in Nebraska, I know Hamilton came here. I think a year or two ago to Omaha, closer to David than yeah, where... yeah, it, it did. It did. I and, missed it. And I'm kind of in. I don't think I can afford the cheap seats column. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to me. Is I'm like, well, that will. I'll have to wait until like ten years from now when I can actually afford to see that. I'll say I was so drawn to it immediately because my son was living in New York at the time, but I couldn't go see it. But I listened to the soundtrack and and really you come to know the story through the soundtrack. So, you know, get it on Spotify or iTunes or whatever and just listen to the soundtrack and you will know the story. I mean, you'll have to listen to it a few times before you get it. You know, it's very quick, but it's, it's just really compelling. Some amazing music. I, I know you said everybody knows about it, but actually I don't. Could you give me a brief synopsis? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, essentially it's the story of Alexander Hamilton told in, you know, in rap by a very ethnically diverse um, cast of characters. So, you know, um, the, the cast that I saw, there was a uh, Korean actor playing uh, the bad guy um, and then Hamilton um you know, Lynn Manuel Miranda, I think is from Puerto Rico, maybe. I'm not I exactly believe positive. so, yes. Yeah. Um, but just all different ethnicities. Our, our um, George Washington was a, a tall um, African American man. And, um, you know, the, the characters are just singing the story. And it, it's the story of Hamilton's coming to America and then his transcendence into power. And the end of his not so happy ending <laughs> of his story. So, um, so yeah, just really, I mean, it's a slice of American history told, you know, in musical form with amazing dancing. And, and really, if all you do is listen to the music, you will have um, a history lesson. Um, it really is very wonderful. Oh, well, I'm You've heard of Alexander it. Hamilton, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. yes, it is. It hasn't been that long since high school history. So I still haven't. Well, I mean, I I haven't. You know, honestly, I haven't seen it either. I just a number of my friends have spoiled a lot of things for me. So I'm I've been trying to hold back. <laughs> yeah, the um, I will say it's one of the things. My sister saw it for the first time without having heard any of the music before she went, and she came out of it going, "Huh, I'm really no, I'm not really sure, you know, what I just experienced." But so if you're going to go see it, or if you want to watch the show and kind of really get a lot out of it. Just spend some time listening to the music or look it up on Wikipedia or something so you have a little bit of a backdrop because it it's it's R and B, it's it's hip hop, it's you know, non traditional music telling this traditional American story and you know, I mean it's modern opera really, I think. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I think that's a Friday night, so everybody you can since most of the fourth of July this year is on the cancelled side, it'll be nice to have something <laughs> yeah. to look forward to different type uh it's a there's only there's only one firework but there's a, <laughs> yeah there's a, i yeah uh, but i'm ching. speaking of disney plus and musicals uh, i i know i probably mentioned this in the last episode but 
the this last week I finally finished I think all of the episodes of Encore on Disney Plus. Did, oh, did, did we talk about it? that? Yes, I'm the one who told you to watch it. Remember? <laughs> oh, it was great on this very podcast. On this very yes. exactly. <laughs> and I finally watched the like I I watched um, all the episodes and I thought it was fantastic and it kind of fits into what we're talking about. So if you like musicals and you have Disney Plus, you know, go watch Encore. It's very charming. It's uh, about, you know, Lisa had talked about it earlier in a couple different episodes. Um, Basically, high school reunions of the high school musical, right? Yeah. And they mm-hmm. get a, perf- per- they, some, in some points, they re- revise their original roles, you know, 20, 30 years later, 40 years later. Like the, the one that was done in 1975, which is the year I was born, um, Anything Goes, I, that one was charming. I really, mm-hmm. I really loved that one. Um, because you know most of those people are retired and have grandchildren or sixty years old or you know up to that age. So it was really cute to see that. Yeah, anyway, it's really a great series. Yeah. So if you're really looking forward to something musical to watch, um, there's a couple of things. Disney has a couple of things that will get this uh, genre started. Which is the other thing that I also watched twice this week, and it was more of an accident that I watched it twice. Is the Disney Family Sing Along? Have you been? Have you seen that yet? Anybody watch I that? I have not seen mm, it yet. I'm no. really looking forward to it. It's uh, it's actually on ABC. Um, and then they have, I think the episode, the last episode they've done too, uh, is also on Disney Plus. But I caught, and they've been rerunning it, uh, the last episode too on ABC, like on Sundays or Fridays or whatever. But it's really cute. So uh, last week they started the the Disney sing along. So basically they've given some of your Hollywood people that you might know their song to sing and they mm-hmm. get to do it kind of zoom style and, uh, <laughs> and with lots of musical production value to it too. I'm like, wow, they really spruced up that living room. So there's, <laughs> and they, and they also incorporate dancing with the stars in it. So um, the two of the ballroom dancers that we know throughout all these episodes of Dancing with the Stars, two of the, like, uh, Juliana Huff and um, Derek, and I can't remember what his last name is. Um, they do some dance numbers, too, that are really quite amazing. So it's not just singing. It's There's some singing and dancing. But the oh, last fine. week, the first, the episode two started out with Kermit the Frog. If you don't know oh. that Disney bought the rights to the Muppets a long time ago, um, yeah, we have, you know, um, Kermit the Frog started it out with uh, the Muppet Show theme, which was awesome. Which they don't use. They don't use those rights nearly enough. No. But, but anyway. <laughs> no, no. It's and really one of my favorite uh, Disney owned things right now is the Muppets. But they have um, they did um, Olaf, which is played by Josh. And I can G- never remember. His Gad. Last name. Josh Gad. Gad. Thank you. It starts with a G. Uh, he did. Um, this wall makes sense when you're older. It was mm-hmm. really cute. Oh. <laughs> and so That's they'll do awesome. like a live shot of him and then they'll cut away to the frozen version of Olaf. So it'll be kind of simultaneous. So it's it's fun. It's kind of like to get you get to see that part of the movie. But you also get to see the person who sang Olaf's part <laughs> singing it. So it's really cute. And that's a cute song anyway. Um, and then they did the the grand finale, apparently, was the Mary Poppins kind of mix up where they did Step in Time and 
supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, mm. that's so fun. Uh. And that the step in time was the dancing with the stars, so it was a dance number. And then the I think uh, the supercalifragilisticexpialidocious was the sing along part. And uh, then they mashed it up. It was really really cute. If you get a chance, I highly recommend you go uh do that and sing along to it and have your kids sing along to it and and all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask right now What's your favorite song to sing along to? What's your favorite Disney song? Oh, boy. It just straight up, like, any kind of song? Are we going to go yeah. through our... Oh, our do we want to go through? Okay, we can oh, categorize them. Go through go ahead the categories. <laughs> what do you want to yeah. do? Start with first, movies? Yeah, let's do movies first. Okay. Are you ready for the categories, David? No, but let's do it anyway. This will be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe you should tell Deborah. Tell first of all, what are the three categories? Oh, um, I believe we decided favorite movie song, Mm -hmm. Uh and then this one's a little hard for David, but maybe he might be able to participate. Favorite Mm -hmm. ride song, Mm -hmm. and then yeah, song from a ride. Um, Mm. Yeah, like I said, that's that's going to be a little harder. Um, And then favorite music in the parks. Again, David, I know this will be kind of like ah, okay, Mm because I know you haven't been there yet. But maybe as we were talking, you might be like, oh, I know that song. So also, David, you could just say your favorite songs that don't have anything to do with Disney during those sections of the podcast. There you go. (laughs) Your favorite, like, 90s heavy metal song. (laughs) Your favorite power ballad. There you go. So movies are first up. I miss the hair more than the songs. (laughs) So you have time to Google while Deborah and I talk yes. about our favorite movie songs until we go to you. <laughs> right? <laughs> On it. So I, I'll let you start, Lisa, because I, I have to, yeah, I have four or five. So go ahead. Yeah. So I was really like a back and forth on a couple, but the one that's really in my heart lately is remember me from Coco. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I mean, I just love Coco so much and I'm going through kind of a challenging time with my parents right now. And so that's a song that's just brought me a lot of solace. And it's a, it's an interesting song for a Disney movie because it's, it's a love song, but it's really about family love, not, um, you know, not like a princess, you know, longing for her prince to come and save her or whatever. It's it's really about the love of, of family members for one another. So I got to go remember me from Coco. That, nice. You know, that now that you bring that up, and I know we've talked about Coco on several different SQPN podcasts, but you're right. It's there's not a lot about romantic love in there. It's all about familiar love, which mm. is kind of refreshing when yeah. you think about it. It's really neat. Yeah, it, it's interesting. The song, I mean, the the song is as sung, kind of sung by the you know the uh, the the famous singer who sings mm-hmm. it is a love ballad. But really, I love the performance of it. That's really you know the family oriented one. So and it's reclaimed by the end of the movie. So it, b- before good. we move on from Coco, because I love that movie. If you go, if you have the bonus like DVD or um, Blu-ray or the bonus material for that particular CD, um, there is a special section on there that talks about just the music of how they made the music for Coco. And they literally went through all of Mexico looking for every type of folk music that is portrayed in Mexico and brought those instruments and those people into the studios to kind of get their 
a little piece of their music and to to work with them so that you have like you of course have mariachi but you will have several different types of folk music going on you know it, throughout the movie and and different instruments that mexican music is is known for and it's really it's a kind of a tearjerker little mini documentary on there it made me kind Ooh. of tear up mm. Because it was like full of uh, when they start talking about how important that part of the the um, the movie is to to them and how it's so much part of their culture and 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 their identity. It's kind of one of those nostalgic kind of tear jerking moments of of um, you really see how and how much this music matters and how much thought was put into the music. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So if you have the the DVD Blu Ray combination, whatever, go check out the bonus on that. It's it's entertaining. I'm gonna have to. So, what's your pick, Deborah? Oh, um, actually, one of (laughs) it's so hard. This category is so hard for me. (laughs) Uh, I really did enjoy the music for Moana. Um, This song where she sings at the very end, where um, she's singing to her, she's about to give up, and her grandma comes to visit her, and I can't even remember the name of the song. But it's like, I, I want to say it's I Am Moana, but I I don't know. Uh, I could listen to that. The on, Moana song. <laughs> I, I, I could listen to that for, you know, on repeat. Um, when Tangled first came out and I, I saw it in the theater and, and it might have been just because of the combination of the lantern scene on a big screen and the, the music. I, I audibly gasped at the scene. I was like, because oh, it was so like with the music, it was so beautiful. So when she they sing, um, um, at last I see the light. Oh, and, and that's I always love that song too. Um, I have you know a very large Disney music collection, or I did one on on uh, DVD and not DVD CD back in the nineties CD, <laughs> and one of CDs, my other favorites. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my other favorites is uh, Candle on the Water from Pete's Dragon. Oh, I love that song. I know, right? Some yes. good nostalgia there. And yeah. to be honest, I don't know if I've ever seen Pete's Dragon in its entirety. I've only probably seen clips Aww. of it because it was one of those 70s, like, you know, half live action with some animated sequences, you know, put in there. And I know it's on Disney Plus, so I'll probably have to go watch it now. Yeah, me too. I just love that song, though. But those are Helen the Ready, right? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and... 1977. Oh, is it? it, oh my it gosh. actually won or was nominated for um, best original song in 1977, and Helen Reddy sang it. Oh, because there's been a lot of Disney songs that have won um, best song. Or been nominated for best song, and every year it seems like there's a another Disney song movie. You know whether it's Frozen and and I actually I love the music that comes out of Disney so much that I usually wear it out. Like I usually get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I can stop listening to that. Yeah, I can't. I can't right. listen to that anymore. Yeah, right. one of the ones that I and I promise this will maybe be the last one. Maybe um, <laughs> is um, Go the Distance from Hercules. Oh yes, that's mm. a great song too. Because it's like one of those anthem songs where it's like, you know, if you're having a bad day, you listen to that song and it kind of just pumps you up. Anyway, I will stop. So has David had a long enough time now to go to (laughs) any song from a movie? 
Well, I'm actually, I had one in mind after we started uh, the, the second uh, Deborah was talking about the Muppets because, um, I mean, Coco is real close to our family's heart because you know, my, my wife is from, is of Mexican descent. So we love that. I mean, I love them. I love the movie already, but, um, yeah, my, my brother-in-law, uh, has a, has, has a mariachi band. It's, uh, so it, it strikes a lot of chords for us. No pun intended. Um, but you said Muppets that one of the very, f- yeah, I love that rainbow connection one from the Muppet movie. Oh, I love that song too. I, I will, I could listen to that one every day still. Hey David. Mm-hmm. So, um, I used to joke about this. So I, okay, this is me being, I'm sorry, all the listeners that have to listen to me be nostalgic about my old Disney jobs. But I used to, um, when I was in security at Disney Hollywood Studios, Mm -hmm. um, part of my, um, I worked graveyard shift, so I worked 11 to 7. And part of my area, the place that I was responsible for was Muppet Courtyard. And, And I picked that on purpose, by the way. Because I mm-hmm. wanted to go stand in the queue line and listen to Muppet music for for a little part of my night, if they had if they left the background music on. Um, but I used to love to go into the queue line and listen to you know they would play Rainbow Connection, they'd play Moving Right Along and all the like Muppet oh. movie stuff. Moving and right I, along, we've got the life on the highway. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Your yeah, way is my I, way. Yep. Trust my navigation. So just, yep. <laughs> yep. So yeah. So the the Muppets, even though they're a lot of people don't think of those still as technically Disney ones, love those. And even just some of the Sesame Street things, I I listen to with my kids. Those things still strike a chord with me because I watch you know a lot a lot of the things that I played as a kid with Sesame Street. Those old songs. They they can still they they still love them so I'm like awesome. Yeah, there's a couple. I still get the feels with some of those. I'll I'll be honest. Like I still burst out and you know in the the song about elves, you know, mm-hmm. linoleum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm all about the the Muppet, uh, especially the Sesame Street stuff. This and this, I don't know if this counts at all because this is one of those is this really a Disney film or not kind of a thing. But um, the same studio, you know, they're they're owned by Disney. A studio owned by Disney is re- is releasing West Side Story again. Oh, I am totally down for that. If we can call that a, <laughs> a Disney movie, uh, they're well, releasing they- that in twenty in this year still sometime. Disney redid um, as part of their uh, Wonderful World of Disney, like their Sunday night when they used to do their Sunday night thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was back about 10, 15 years ago. They redid mm-hmm. two musicals that I really love their, their remakes. One was the music man and it yes. had, um, Matthew Broderick played the music man and it was, mm-hmm. I, I love it. Like that's one of my favorite musicals, um, with, with him as the music man. Cause he's, you know, Matthew, Matthew Broderick is awesome. Oh yeah. And then mm-hmm. Christian, uh, Chenoweth. I can, I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Chen- Chenoweth. But, Chenoweth, thank Chenoweth, you. Yes, yes, she plays uh, Marion, the librarian. Oh, uh, that's so. great! And I think that might actually be on Disney Plus too, because the other Disney remake that I remember, they took Annie and remade oh. it, and mm-hmm. around the same time, and it's on Disney Plus. I know that. But you know, once they remake the musical a la Disney, they kind of it's 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 theirs. 
So okay. I'm sure West Side Story will be theirs once they remake it. The Disney version. As I'll be, be fun. I'll be quoting that heavily when that comes up. So <laughs> Yeah. All right. So that was our that's our favorite. You'll have to write us and tell us. And at the end of this program, I'll definitely tell you how to get a hold of us because we want to know your favorite Disney song. And uh, before we move on to the next category. uh, So I when I we were planning for the show today, I sent David and Lisa another little Oh My Disney quiz. And also, I think a BuzzFeed quiz where it was like, Mm -hmm. what's your what is your uh uh, what Disney song should be your theme song? And I took, and then there was a BuzzFeed version, or How Stuff Works, I guess. Uh, so which one, which Disney song is your song? And I, for both those different quizzes, I got the same song, which is part of your, not part of your world, that's Little Mermaid. Aladdin's. A I, Whole New World. Yes, thank you. I'm like, I can show you the world. Yes, mm. a whole new world. <laughs> and because I... You know, probably because I I checked I checked off the adventurous box. You know, like oh Aww. okay, ah oh, I know. I don't know if you all had time to take that quiz. I I like to take I, these little childish quizzes. I guess I did take I did take the uh, I did take one of them. Um, and I think this may have been slightly quarantine related, just because a lot a lot of the, <laughs> a lot of the questions like what would you do what would you do and a lot of the options were hang out with friends because i don't get to do that now so um so my song is you've got a friend in me so apparently i sounded very lonely oh <laughs> that's so awesome that's a great song uh, i don't know if lisa you took that or not i didn't take the quiz i did not take the quiz so i need to, to. i'll report back if you had to pick a song that was like lisa's song other than coco is there oh. like a Lisa theme song you could pick? Gosh, that's a toughie. I'm going to have to think about that and report back. Okay. Um, I'm not thinking of anything like that's immediately striking me, but I probably should. Um, I wish I could say it was Hakuna Matata. I'd love mm. to be more that way, but it's not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. not a Hakuna Matata person. I need to be, but... Um, I tend to, you know, I love traveling and so a whole new world like kind of is um speaks to my heart a little bit in that respect because I'm such a like vagabond gypsy person who loves to go all over the place but I don't know, I'll have to think about that. I you know, there's another song that I think if I asked the same question to myself, it's not a whole new world, it would be just around the river bend from Pocahontas. Oh yeah, that's where- beautiful. Yeah, she's, you know, looking, she's looking around for her next adventure and listening to uh, what, you know, the wind is telling her where she should go. So I love that song. Yeah, I also really like um, Reflection from Mulan is another really great song. Oh, so that's Mm. a good one. We could sit here all night and talk about really good songs. Yeah. (laughs) I like that, uh, that that man, that Mulan for that, that man out of you song is just hilarious and the fact that how ridiculous it is they don't <laughs> that anyway, you know sorry. that song i think gets more play in a sense out of that whole movie than anything is that a lot of people use it as a a weird uh pop culture joke yeah That's- yeah especially like they're playing the background music of be a man as the guys are dressing up in drag and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a it's a great that's a good movie i love that movie all right so this one next one sorry david Mm. it is 
favorite ride song, Lisa? You have a favorite ride song? Yeah. So it was funny. My my son and daughter in law are here visiting with us, and and they love Disney. And um, you know, so we were just discussing this, and um, and my son started to say, "It's a small world," which I was just like, "Oh, please no." And uh. then I thought, um, definitely Country Bear Jamboree. But what we really eventually came down to was Carousel Project Progress. <gasps> um, I just love that song so. It's a brave new beautiful tomorrow. Um, yeah, I love that song. And uh, I said, how can it be small world? You know, that's like such an earworm. It's just like mm. the same thing over. And he goes, Mom, so is Carousel Progress. <laughs> but I really like that song. So, if if you're not familiar with that song, um, so one of Walt's favorite things that before he died, um, he one of his favorite attractions he helped design was the Carousel of Progress, which was for the 1964 World's Fair. He designed its Small World and Carousel of Progress for, for that. And then after it was done, he transferred them to Disneyland. But Carousel of Progress, if you're not familiar with that ride, well, it is a ride. It's, it's, a, it's a stage show. It's the longest running stage show in, uh, I want to say, ever, but with continuously perform continuously performance. It's, that's not a good sentence but there we go um <laughs> but it's about a man's uh, uh traveling through technology starting from the 19th century on to now so it's like four seasons and four advances in technology and so it starts out in the turn of the century 19th century um like you know 1900s where it's like you know the uh model a car you can hear it outside and you know the electricity is you know um barely existent and you know they don't have air conditioning and you know it's it's great the funny thing about um the carousel progress is that the the advanced like the modern world is now it's now very antiquated. It's sort of like a retro, like 1990s modern world kind of thing. And we don't have Carousel of Progress in, in California anymore. It's just at um, Disney World. But it's just a great song. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Look yes. it up. Look it up. I've never heard it. It's, a, it's catchy. It's actually, if, if, that's actually, I think, listed under the, there's the five catchiest ride songs. Oh, well, oh. there you go. I have I have good taste. And that one I actually have a t-shirt that says there's a great big beautiful tomorrow on it that I mm -hmm. that's that awesome. I wear to the parks. Yeah, it's it's number 4 on the number on their four. list. Oh. Well, don't reveal number 1 until Deborah says what her pick was. What was I, your pick? Actually, um this is this is terrible, but I don't like any of the ones that are probably on the list except for it's a great big beautiful tomorrow yeah. <laughs> because i've heard them too many times like i bet number one is yoho yoho pirates life for me am i correct uh number three actually wait wait no it's number two that's number two okay number two. is number one it's the small world uh, of course uh, you, oh. even i knew that and i've never been there we're all like grown yeah, yeah. Uh, just because i have too many weird stories so this is a uh, one of those weird Disney cast member story things that every year Disney cast members have a fundraiser like a like you know how you have a bike a thon or a walk a thon. Mm -hmm. Disney has a ride a thon for the cast members where um, they shut down uh, Fantasyland in Magic Kingdom and it's usually in January, and you get pledges for how many times you can ride the Fantasyland 
um, attractions and like you know everybody will do like it's a small world how many times can you ride it's a small world before you you're you know about to jump out of the boat you begin to lose mm-hmm. your mind <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those um it's very notorious with the cast members um let's see uh if i had to pick one it would be an old school one that wouldn't be here right now um it would be from Epcot. It would probably be um, Horizons or um, the old Imagination ride. Is Imagination on that list? Uh, Journey I'm, into your imagination. Actually, no. It's only it's only tell five. Me, um, this is just five catchy songs from Orlando. So I think we've okay. We've, tell me, we got number one and number two and number four. What's number three? Hey ho. Pirate's Life for me. Hey, yeah. well, no, no. Hey ho, the lovable dwarves from the, this is the Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Oh yeah, hey. hi ho. Two, 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 two was yo ho, yeah, hi ho, not hey ho, hi ho. Okay. Sorry. Okay, gotcha. Sorry. Number, <laughs> number five is that, number five is actually from yeah. They're not actually allowed to show this movie anymore. Uh, number five is Zippity Doodah. <laughs> oh yes, oh. but that's part of Splash Mountain. Yeah. So yeah, even oh. though you're not allowed to see the the real um the song of the South because yeah. it was deemed too racially controversial. Uh, you can actually see pieces of it in both Disneyland and Disney world and splash mountain. In some fairness. Yeah. Yeah. Catchy song though. No, not content, not contesting that. No, it's, it's a great <laughs> song. But, and then, um, Oh, I guess that's a movie song. Never mind. Before we get stuck on movie songs. So one of my favorite things to do lately and i highly recommend this if you have to work from home is if you're listening you know some of people like to listen to music or watch tv while they're working so i have stumbled upon disney background music loops mm-hmm. <laughs> so i've been listening to a lot of background music from the park i guess that's our third category is favorite music in the parks right mm-hmm. yeah i can't wait to hear what yours is but i have <laughs> definitely i have one Oh, good. Because I, my first one started out actually as a queue line for um, an attraction. And and this is something I was working on last time, last year, this time I was working on a podcast about Tower of Terror. And they have a like 1930s soundtrack loop in their, in their lobby. That's really kind of fun to listen to. And I, I got stuck listening to that on loop. Um, not stuck because I really enjoy it. I listen to it on purpose. And then I love, and this is my newest background music love, is actually something I haven't been to yet. It's in California. So as I was collecting all my background loops for my YouTube channel, you know, so I can play them as I work, uh, there's one for the Tropical Hideaway, which is only in Disneyland in California. And it is like a fast food restaurant. But they have this kind of 1940s and 50s kind of kitschy music. And I I find it very relaxing. Are you talking about the Tiki Room? It's next to the Tiki Room. It's where they oh, have okay. the, the Dole Whips and the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. right outside It's a there. brand That's new so area. Yeah, I don't think I've really paid attention to that music. I'll have to pay attention to it. Well, and they have a daytime loop, loop and a nighttime loop. I'm like... Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> so when, when I go to Disneyland in California, I will definitely want to go uh, stop by and get a, a, a Dole Whip and a uh, pot stickers, apparently, is what they serve there. 
Yeah, they are quite yummy. I can vouch for those. So what what do you like? What's your favorite? I mean, I have a, so I my son, Adam, my younger son is a professional musician and he and I love, when we go to the parks, our thing to do is go, just go listen to music. And one of our favorite things, it's a must-see, and we usually see him two or three times a day, <laughs> is the um, All-American College Band, um, the marching band. Oh, yeah. Um, and basically, it is a marching band. Um, it's a small ensemble, usually like maybe t- 20 at the most, um, if even that. And they come from all over the country, and they play Disney songs, but they do basically marching band you know, um, arrangements of them and including like formations. And it's just like, they're so filled with energy and they just put so much into every show. And so it's really fun. Cause it's like, you know, it's just stand around, enjoy their energy. Cause they look like they're having such a great time. And then a close second is the Dapper Dance, which I don't know if they Dapper have them Dan. at Disney world, but they're, yes, they you do. know, <laughs> four part harmony, you know, barbershop quartet. And um, super awesome. And last but not least, the jazz, um, little gr- jazz group that plays um, in New Orleans Square. I always love to hear them too. Those, so. That's very unique, actually, because we don't have that at uh, in Florida. The, oh. the, because New Orleans Square is specific to California. Yeah. So you have to go listen to them. And they're usually kind of down a little alley. And it's really fun because they often like hand out Mardi Gras beads and stuff. If you seem like you're really into the music and they're just fun. And, and you know, you can just tell these people are just amazing musicians. I And, you know, if you ever go to Epcot in Florida, I, I believe it or not, right before I was recording, decided to record this tonight was watching like this fan video you know i like to watch the the vloggers about disney and she was talking about epcot and mistakes you make if you go to epcot and one of them is not to stop and listen to the music and especially in epcot um because every country has like its own version of i guess street entertainment and um one of my favorites and it's kind of like the dapper dance in a sense to me it's the Voices of Liberty, which is a oh yes, it's an acapella group, and they do mostly Americana, like patriotic Americana. So they'll do like Oh Susanna and and My Country Tis of Thee, and it's amazing acapella. It's like the most pitch perfect, spot on harmony you've ever heard in your life. They're amazing. So those, so those are my David, favorite. you know what you're going to be watching on YouTube tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> the, it's interesting. If you've ever gone to walk around and just listen to the music around Walt Disney World and, or Disneyland, it's they're really quite phenomenal musicians. Just amazing. One of, Another one I used to listen to, and she doesn't work there anymore, but this woman in China used to play what she'd called the Yan Zither, which is kind of oh, like wow. a harpsichord. But it's a, a very Chinese instrument, and it was just amazing to listen to her pluck that. Yeah, I, I really also like those drummers um, at Epcot, that, oh. and they're like Japanese drummers. Yeah. They're really great. They ended their contract. I'm. Su- I hope oh. they bring them back. But yeah, they they that was one of the victims of the of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Well, but you know, we they can were very popular times. Yeah, yeah, they were very popular, so they might bring them back. You never know. But anyway, that's that's what our favorite music. Is there a song before I we go on to um the last thing on my list here? Is there a song that you can't stand from Disney? Cuz I already it's like kind of when we hit it's a small world, but I think Lisa and I both internally cringed. Yeah. yeah. I I I 
I can appreciate it for the fact that it's something I want my kids to know, but I can't listen to myself anymore at all. I Yeah, same. I'll say I'm not overly fond of Grim Grin and Ghosts from um, the Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion mm-hmm. is not one of my favorite songs. So Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> well, I don't is, know if it's as cringy as Small World, though. <laughs> right. And like all of those songs, we other than um, It's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, they all kind of gave me a little bit of a cringe. Mostly because I've heard them way too many times. Um, You know, when you're a cast member, sometimes there are songs that you're just like, oh, I can't. I can't I hear listen to this time. anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, though, that I will gleefully run into Small World as soon as the park's open. So. <laughs> and I always sing. <laughs> so this is going to amaze David, who is a Star Wars fan. <laughs> but the one thing that... Um, so during Star Wars weekend, which is usually this time of year um, at Disney Hollywood Studios, they would change their background music to Star Wars music. And I can tell you for a fact that eight hours of that in a day, every day for a month, that's a little too much. It's overkill. <laughs> it's it's almost cringeworthy because it's such a short loop that you hear it over and over and over and over again. It's such a dynamic music. It's not something that blends into the background very well. It's <laughs> that it's it's something you notice and you get really sick of it after a while. And same with Christmas music, by the way. Answers the question of what does it take people to turn to the dark side? That that's yeah. that, that, that'll do it. Yep. <laughs> it's the um, it's the song that um, Jar Jar Binks because I it's the same from the same movie of Jar Jar Binks. It's, oh. Yeah, some sort of <laughs> right, thing. Uh, and that, yeah, all of a I can totally every time that would come on, I could totally see Jar Jar Binks, and I'd be like, "Oh, stop it! Stop the madness!" Pretty much. So yeah, <laughs> and I got tired of Toy Story um, soundtrack because I used to work in Pizza Planet for five years. And uh, that was also like five songs they would play over and over and over and over again all day long. Oh, that rem- yeah. So we had a uh, there's a grocery store near near here that you know wasn't that cringeworthy, but there was a uh, for for about a month and a half. Somehow they got stuck. They they it would play the same 1080 songs over and over again. <laughs> uh, the, the, the 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 I lo- the, I love the staff there to death. They just look more and more weary every day. <laughs> Oh, well. You can only spin right round, baby, right round so often. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we hope that we um, have stirred your imagination and you tell us what your favorite songs are. Uh, Of course, you know, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make this possible for us to create the secrets of Disney and their generous donations at sqpn.com backslash give make it possible for us to continue The Secrets of Disney and all of the the StarQuest shows. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com backslash give. And be sure to, to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. And to find previous episodes of The Secrets of Disney, and to send feedback, you can visit us at sqpn.com backslash Disney. You can email us. Email us your favorite song, your favorite ride, your questions to Disney at sqpn.com or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com backslash StarQuest Media. Of course, we're on Twitter as, as well at sqpn. And we'll be back next uh, next time. We're going to be discussing summer. Yay! 
So we'll, we'll be bringing you summary topics and maybe we're going to talk about water parks and water sports. I don't know if we've done that before, but we'll talk about that. Until then, David Hanlos, thank you for joining us on The Secrets of Disney. Thank you. And Lisa Hendy, thank you as well. Thank you. And once again, I'm Deborah Shaven. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Disney on StarQuest. And ta-ta for now. Music